You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, the, the throwing's been great. Uh, physically, he looks great. You know, he's, he's been healthy. Uh, he looks leaner to me, he looks faster. I think he did a good job putting in work in, the, in winter conditioning with Zach. When he takes off with it right now, he looks like a 4-4 guy. He looks a, like a guy that can really run and, and be a weapon. So I think he did a lot of work in the offseason. I, mostly, I think Adrian's just in a good place uh, mentally right now. I think he's real comfortable playing with a lot more confidence. Adrian is a guy that's, to me, you know, I, I thought he had a good last year, especially with his, uh, his completion percentage and really improved towards the end of the year. He's taken it another level from a leadership standpoint and an accuracy standpoint. And I, I even think from a fitness standpoint, I already knew he's a good athlete and, and fast, but he looks even a step faster. And he's, uh, he's throwing balls on time. He's, he's really making the receivers and tight ends and everybody look good because uh, he, he's putting the ball where he's supposed to be on a consistent basis. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as you heard from head coach Scott Frost and Matt Lubick there, offensive coordinator. Uh, of all the things that have jumped out this spring, I mean, both have mentioned Adrian Martinez and, and players have as well. And I know there's just kind of this reluctancy right now. Um, don't go there. Don't fall in the trap. Don't overhype. In fact, um, I mean, you know, I think if you – tweet anything out or say anything positive right now about Nebraska, I mean, you get met with pretty heavy resistance on social media. Um, how dare you have anything positive to say about anything Nebraska football because they haven't won games and need to win. We suck. Da, 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 da. And, and, and that's just been, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, the frustration of <laughs> my feed has gotten to me here a little bit, but um, Adrian Martinez is having a good spring. I mean, I, I've heard it from enough people from outsiders, insiders, coaches, players, and you see it in his body. He looks like he's taking the next step. Um, you hear it in the way he's completing the ball. You hear it from newcomers in the program like Samori Torre, who is brand new. So if this continues, to me, that's about as big of a step for this team improving as anything. Because the reason why Nebraska hasn't been what we have thought they should be maybe the last two seasons is the inconsistency at times with the quarterback position. Well, particularly just holding on to the football and those costly game-changing mistakes that have happened far too often under Adrian. So as promising as he's been at times, uh, there's always been that other side to it where, you know, a lot of times his, his biggest uh, enemy is himself and some of just the uh, the mistakes that, that he's made and, and had the, the tendencies to make that, you know, have ultimately kept him, you know, stuck in neutral and almost reverted him a little bit from where he was uh, coming out of his freshman year. And so if he's able to continue his performance this spring and carry it on to the fall and then stay healthy over the course of a full season, there's no reason why Adrian Martinez can't make a massive jump and return to the type of player everyone thought he was going to be coming out of that first year. But the hesitancy comes from you know people kind of doubting, will that happen? Will he actually be able to stay healthy for a full season? Will he actually be able to you know, hold on to the football and, and not, not give the ball away on fumbles and costly interceptions that um, you know, have really uh, been one of the biggest issues Nebraska's had offensively over the last couple of years? Yeah, I agree with you. The turnovers is something that, that totally has to get fixed. But let's be honest here, too. I mean, 
there are people and other you know teammates around him that can also make him look bad and and I'm sure and, and I know that he's probably taken some heat for some mistakes that, that the wide receivers have had he uh, you know at times his center has not done him any favors over the last couple of years and so um, you know I think if he is progressing and playing at a high level and the you know those around him are doing the same then yeah I, I have no reason to to you know scoff at the fact that Adrian could look like a totally different guy heading into next year and you get the sense there's kind of just an edge and he, he is all business when he talked to the media once a spring you know it wasn't a flowery session of wine and roses as Jay Norvell has the legendary Jay Norvell quote we do it wouldn't all be wine and roses when we got to Nebraska <laughs> um but um it hasn't been wine and roses for Adrian Martinez since he's been in Nebraska it started out that way and he got met with um heavy resistance that a lot of quarterbacks have been greeted with over the last few years you, you, almost like a fatigue you know an Adrian Martinez fatigue um, especially when he was picked third to win the Heisman as a sophomore on those mm-hmm. preseason Vegas odds boards and looked at maybe as the preseason player of the year in the Big Ten Conference um, over even Justin Fields that year and um, you know it's changed a lot and I, I think hopefully he can learn from that. He can learn from losing his starting job for a couple of games. The way he bounced back from that situation, I, st- I still think people forget he went five games in a row without a pick this year. Mm-hmm. After the Northwestern pick, which, by the way, I think we figured out their defense was pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, and he goes five in a row after that game without a pick. Then he, the, the next pick he threw was Rutgers. Mm-hmm. He threw, and that was, as, as the coaches have joked, that was the best game and the worst game they've seen from a quarterback, you know, like where he looked like the conference player of the year, but then he looked like the worst quarterback of, of the year in the conference. Yeah, it's kind of the, the story of him. I mean, so you go back to the expectations set from after that first season. I mean, it wasn't just Vegas or media or fans. I mean, Scott Frost himself had a very high bar set for Adrian going into year two to where he wasn't shy about thinking about how good that offense could be with you know a, a more experienced Adrian running the show and you know they, they turned down Joe Burrow to and he said is he better than what we got you know and there was hard to argue that because Adrian was so highly regarded basically across the board uh for for what he was going to be and so I think that was set Adrian up for for failure to where he wasn't this Heisman Trophy player and every, all of a sudden people say well this guy he's not any good you know he, he's not going to work out here and then the injuries and then you know the turnover issues it all kind of compounded onto each other and I think because of that he, Adrian is a different person now you can just kind of see him it's it's been limited interactions that we've had with him uh, over the course of this offseason but in his one in-person media appearance he had a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I mean, he seemed guarded, you know, and kind of short a little bit to where in previous press conferences, he might have, you know, tried to be, you know, this this happy-go-lucky guy trying to you know, be everybody's friend. He had no interest in doing that this time around. And I think that's a good thing because a guy like that needs an edge. And your quarterback, especially at a program like this, in a position that it currently is in, they need a leader that's, you know, got a little bit of a, a fight to him. And it worked out for his head coach, you know, however 20 years ago and so maybe adrian's taking the same approach that uh you know stop worrying about making everybody else happy and just do what you need to do yeah i think sometimes when everything is wine and roses you can kind of let your guard down and and maybe become a little complacent and think that hey this is easy and you know i I think obviously he found out that it's not and uh, you know, the, the one thing that, that I really kind of take comfort in and knowing Adrian 
um, is is the fact that he's a really mature kid. And, you know, that benching that he had last year, what he went through last year, I think he's mature enough to, to really use that as motivation to, to learn from it instead of, you know, kind of going in the tank and, and maybe throwing the towel in. You know, he, I think he learned from that situation. And, um, and you know, for as much, you know, Adrian – he loves the fans, and but he also, I think, wants to prove the doubters wrong. He's got a little extra motivation going with him right now, and so, you know, I, I think when you combine all of that, you know, given his experience and everything, he's he he's maybe poised to to kind of get back to you know the Adrian we've all kind of been you know, hoping to see again. All right, two quick things and, and just short answers on this from both of you guys. Number one, who's your number two if you had a guess today? Is it as simple as it smothers, or could it end up being Harburg? And number two, do you think Nebraska ends up taking another quarterback here after Springwell? I'll say this: I think I, I, I still think Smothers would get the nod, um, but it could easily be Harburg um, at some point. And I think if it's the right guy, they will take another quarterback. Yeah, and I think it's far too early to say on any of that, but if you're asking me today as a taping of the show, Logan Smothers is the number two just because of his experience. I mean, the fact that he's been in the program for a year, but it is a far from set in stone thin situation. Line. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think number two would be Logan, and, and mostly just because he's he knows the the offense. Um, you know, he's, he's had limited reps just as uh, Harburg has, but – he knows the system better. Um, now, whether or not they take a quarterback, I think it all depends on what's out there. They're not going to take one for the sake of taking one. But, um, you know, if I had to say right now, I'm, I'm probably leaning towards them not taking a quarterback just because I don't know if there's going to be, you know, a bunch of great choices out there uh, when it comes time. All right, we'll continue the offensive discussion here next. Uh, we're going to start out with some wide receiver talk. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.